Most of the time, he talks it out with the voices in his head. Other times, he gets an artist to answer his questions, and you get to listen to it here. Welcome to Toad's Tunes. So here are the girls from American Young. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're back again. One's got a real the deep pretty voice. Ones. One's got a real deep and wears a funny hat. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you guys can paint the other picture if you me. want to. The other one's you. <laughs> All right, we're going to jump right back into this again. Let's let's talk new music. You guys have new singles out. Yeah. Yes. Um, the be. first one you released, Gonna Be You. Yes. When did you release that? Like, I don't know, like a month ago. And how's it doing? It's doing really well. It's great. We're almost at 300,000 300, streams. It's badass, right? So, yeah, it's Spotify, new. People yeah. are really getting... We actually have a video premiere on CMT. When's that happening? May 7th. May, May 7th. Dude, that's next week. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. You excited? Yeah. Super excited. Give us the yeah. theme of that. Brittany, John's girlfriend, stars in the video. Like Brittany. Like <laughs> I met her at uh, ACMs when you guys were yes. in town. Super famous one from this She's hit totally TV show, Very Capillary. Dude, I think that's what's going on here, because last week we had John Gurney, who his girl Never. used to be on the show. Yeah. Are you still on the show? So did he. Every episode? Man. Every episode. So you're not going to get kicked off or anything like that? You're not going to piss anybody off? No, I'm going to end up owning it before the end of it. Yeah, no, nice. I like that. He's, <laughs> he's the, the king of one-liners. No. I, we'll just call that show Very Stony or something like that. Simply Stone. <laughs> Simply Stone. Stoney's <laughs> rocking. Oh no, wait, that exists. Right? The, uh, no, it's great. You know, it's 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 a great show, and it's it's uh, you know it's a lot. It's a lot for my girlfriend because she's the head of operations at the actual store, and right. you know, they have a hundred employees now. Just getting bigger and bigger. It's crazy. I've never watched the show. Never. I'm not. You would love. You I'm would not love a girl. It. The first, I guess. I'm right. telling the first you, you. I mean, it depends. Classic. If you like reality. I've never Jay watched Cutler's, The Hills. I've never watched any of that stuff. Jake Cutler's on it. That's what's funny about it. I've never seen The Hills, Jay but that you'd love this one because it's basically the behind the scenes of most of our friends in Nashville. I think the idea of it, I would probably like it, is because um, I've met you before. Yeah. You've gotten me drunk before. Yeah. Um, yes. I not tonight. Have. Not tonight. Um, Famous last word. <laughs> no, no. My favorite line was I just said something earlier that um, CRS. I was in town and we were at the bar at the Omni, and you said I've changed. I don't, I don't, I don't drink like I used to. And then you turned around and said, "Can I get six tequila shots?" And I was like, "Jesus Christ, dude! What did you used to drink?" Well, I don't drink. What Jared says, Jared says, "I don't drink anymore. I chug. I chug. There's a difference, right? There's, there's, there's no. A difference. I, I mean, I tell you, I can't. I don't." I, I just really don't go out anymore, right. to be honest with you. I mean, like, ask Becca. This our Becca's uh, over here in the corner. Our Becca. <laughs> our Becca. Yeah, she went to a party. We were supposed to go to a party on Monday. And I was like, I just, uh, I don't. They just drink the whole time, and I just don't want to do that. It, just, it wears me out, man. Dude, you wear it me just out. Wears me out. Well, you used to. I'm not gonna let you do that anymore. I yeah. stood strong in Nashville because I turned around and I was like, I got my DD with me. Mm-hmm. And that was Heather. She got ripped that night. Well, it was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> Your DD time. gets ripped. <laughs> well, <laughs> doesn't need a drinker. Oh, doesn't need a drinker. Yeah, that's 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 the way that works. Well, yeah. I mean, like, I still go out. I could do it. What's that Toby Keith song? I could do it. Uh, I'm not as good as I once was. I yeah. did once as good as I ever was. There it is. That's that's, that's me. Yeah. I drank ten years ago, and that's like a lot. Not a lot, but you know, yeah. a plethora. I didn't drink. I I like weed. I don't like alcohol as much. Yeah, I but eat it. I can't smoke it. Oh uh, yeah. Can't. Well, I get paranoid, and smart, um, so I take good. a little. Dude, so I'm like the weakest guy ever with. No, liquor probably too whatever I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a great date but like I buy a cookie yeah and I eat like um, maybe a milligram because the whole cookie's that's 20 small, that's yeah small. 
real dude it's dude i eat a like oh, twice that size and oh, that's what rad. i that's what i eat and i it knocks me out for nine hours yeah low well, tolerance like anything else you know i mean a, a weed alcohol any it's just you know mind altering shit sure I can't, you know i can't do a lot, a lot of it no i don't do it every other day i do than, it other than tonight you know he'll be that's on, different on, on, yeah that's, that's different we're in vegas what happens in vegas yeah. happens in vegas you know i'm not gonna go crazy tonight you know what I've realized though, having a baby and breastfeeding, I haven't had. I mean, I've had like probably, probably five good glasses of wine this whole pregnancy and breastfeeding. But it, he gets indigestion when I drink wine, so I can't really do it anyway. Right. So what? Like being super sober. The one thing that I have learned is you always want, really, really want what you can't have. Like I would give anything for a diet coke, but I can't. You're not allowed to have diet coke. Diet coke. Because I'm breastfeeding. Oh my God! Who like, cares? Diet no, Coke? No, no, no. Wait, is there stuff? Should the sugars like, in it or something? Black tar heroin, but Diet Coke? <laughs> no, like <laughs> just went there. I said Coke. Yeah, no, you can't drink Diet Coke, right? I don't know. I would imagine I've never that had a kid. Weird. I've never breastfed. I've been on the other side of it, but I've never breastfed before. I would be curious if our listeners have had babies and breastfed. Let me know if you drink well, Diet Coke. You can't drink Diet Coke, but you can have processed food. Well, I try not eat that, but I did have an in and out. Everything that you get today. that's vegan is processed. Everything you post is processed. Everything. Well, that's because I'm one of those transitional humans. Okay, so <laughs> this just went way food. Yeah, it's I'm good, sorry. I'm on food okay, all, all but no, awesome. diet coke. Diet, no diet coke. No diet coke. No diet coke. Yeah, got the crack cocaine, but no diet yeah. coke. <laughs> processed <laughs> vegan food. But no when diet is um um soundtrack of our lives coming out? I don't know. When are you guys gonna release that? Like sometime this legit. summer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I imagine. Well, what we're doing now i can give you the exclusive uh we just found out that we're releasing we recorded seminal wind oh really yes we did and we're releasing it i've heard it may 24 yeah, yeah. the russians let me hear the that russians song let, yep. yeah i don't have it but i've heard it yes we could we, probably give that to you yeah, yeah. it's exciting because um that i feel like it's more relevant than it was 25 years ago when it, he released it and wrote it and you know florida's losing its land so it's really exciting to talk about, be able to talk about a conversation that is, you know, near and dear to my heart on an environmental I level. We'd be having a conversation. You really wouldn't talk about a conversation, right? Well, in a song, I feel like a song <laughs> is is a conversation. So damn with literal, Mister Stone. I'm sorry. Right. I so you have conversations. You don't really talk about them. Yeah, but we're shooting video. We shot a, a, a great photo shoot with this incredible photographer, oh, Dove, Dove Shore. Shore. Do you know Dove Shore is? Nope, I don't. He's Go amazing. follow his Instagram. You single Not man? Us. You single man? No, no it doesn't matter. Other, man. His oh, wife yeah. will appreciate it. I know it. that. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm an idiot. <laughs> She's, she's going to be sad about that. <laughs> you should go follow his Instagram. Yeah, he, he's great. He takes a lot of great photos of pretty people. Yeah, he's like right. a, 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 well, not Playboy anymore because there is no Playboy, but he's like a, Yeah, they brought it back, didn't they? I have no idea. Dude, I can tell you the last time I looked at a Playboy. I can't either. He's I think I was 17 at my grandma's house. What? Photographer. What? He's the sport, like one of those sports illustrators. He just does, he does like, uh, yeah. uh, like, he's always photographing like people like Maggie Rollins or like. Ho- Josie Canseco, or have you seen Canseco's daughter? Jose, uh, is that his daughter? That's I thought you daughter. were making fun of his name. No, Josie <laughs> Canseco's his daughter. She's like a supermodel. Really? Yeah. I haven't. So. I'm not huge into that. I, our our uh, bar manager down t- downstairs is. They probably what's his name again? Dove Shore. Dove Shore. Dove Shore. It's very good. It's in my head now. Dove Shore. I got it. Yeah. He's great. So, anyways. Oh, for, uh, holy shit! That's badass. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> He's great. Yeah, he's super great. This is this is this is going to be the uh, cover shot of really. The it's gone now. Of your life. But that's badass, dude. Yeah. I like it. That's yeah. rad. So, that's and we're rad. working with we we just did a really fun event with the CMAs, um, recognizing 
music teachers around the country that have done yeah, we went to a extraordinary, dinner. extraordinary work. In Nashville? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Derek Bentley hosted it this year. Chris That's kind of cool. Last year. Oh. Yeah. And, and so they raise money for? No, they, so they give grants to different music education programs. Okay. They give them like the five country. grand. Mm-hmm. And so we were sitting at a table with this really cool guy from right outside of Memphis. And we sent him soundtrack and he had his band learn it. Oh, like a band middle of middle school schoolers. Band. Oh, really? So they played it. Like he sent us the video today. I was like, we have to go get like real video of this. This is going to be great. That's so, pretty neat. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. That was that was the highlight of my week. Dun, 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 dun. How did you yeah. two meet? So probably bouncing around bars on Broadway, honestly. I remember like chasing John because this is how it would go. Like this, I'm talking like 10 years ago. So... I had a house full, we called it the band house, and I had a house full of five girls, and we all played. There was three fiddle players, two singers, and we all worked like tootsies and... Broadway bars. Yeah, Broadway bars. And then we had Bombshell in there, so we were on the road also. So we would be downtown doing whatever and chasing, you know, cute boys around, which would always include like Lee, Bryce, and Chris Young, and... Jared and all these, you know, anyways, we became friends with everybody. And John was like the instigator of this whole group of friends group. Go figure. And so we would be, you know, chasing John wherever he was like bopping in and ordering doubles of everything. And I'm usually the voice of reason that's like the last of the crew. Like, girls, you can't leave the group. And we have, no, you can't leave with him. You can't leave with him. We have to go home together. This is. Right. So we all, you know, gaggle and we'd stick in groups and have, we had a great time. Anyways, you probably don't even remember these nights, but, but we had, we, it was fun. I don't any of <laughs> no recollection <laughs> so of that event? No I remember making out with one of the bombshell girls and, and then asking you like months after we were in a band if it was you or not. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> and it wasn't. You didn't remember. That's funny. <laughs> How did you get to Nashville? Uh, I moved to Nashville. I'm from Eugene, Oregon, and I uh, sold my horses and moved to Nashville in 1999. Holy cow. Yeah. Why? Music? Music. Writing? Yeah, writing and, uh, um, yeah. And then he got to Nashville, got a good job, and hired Eric Church, gave him his first job. What did you do in Nashville when you first moved there? Uh, I did all kinds of things. I got fired from every job I had, for one, but I had like 10 different jobs. What did you, what did you work with Eric Church doing? Well, I had I had figured out on a, the, at a, that... <laughs> If I knew I was there to do music, so I was like, let me. I just need a job that pays well, and I don't really have any skills. I didn't go to college or right. pay attention to anything except for music and girls. Yes. So <laughs> judge me. <laughs> yes. So I realized that if you took like a monster dot com job ad and it just says everything that they want, if you just copy and paste that and put that on a resume, you'll get hired. Right. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then his mom so I got hired out how to like, do the stuff. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't know. How, I don't know how to sell or how to do anything like that. I barely know how to use Word. But so she, um, uh, I got hired as a supervisor for a floor supervisor. So I had like 30 people underneath me. And uh, <laughs> like, awesome. like I had to hire people. And I had just met Eric. Eric had just moved to town the day before. And he needed a job. And I was like, dude. I'm a boss. I can hire you. <laughs> <laughs> You're hired. So I hired him. How long did he last? He lasted like a year and a half. Really? Yeah. I think like a year did and a half. Did he last longer years. than you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got fired and he stayed? Oh, yeah. What a dick move that was, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> he, he walked with you. Job. No, he could have just joking. No, no. I like ended up, 
I, like, come on. It was like just a matter of time. I didn't last very long. I, I, I lasted long enough to, oh, I, I got written up a lot. Right. For stupid stuff. And he had brought a. Um, this is one of the things I got written up for. He had brought a flying squirrel to work. I thought it was a great idea to buy a flying squirrel at a flea market in Tennessee. See what you signed up for? <laughs> and his name was Ray. The squirrel's name was Ray. Yes. And what they didn't tell me about these flying squirrels, these Indonesian flying squirrels, when I bought them, that they're nocturnal. So uh, he was asleep all freaking day. We didn't really get to know each other. And then he, like at nighttime, he'd be like, Let's do this. <laughs> Scratching yeah. his shit. I'm like, oh, my God. I can't sleep. So I gave him his own room in this house that I bought. And I just kind of threw food in there for like a month or two. And then I was like, you know, this is ridiculous. We have a wild animal living in the, in a room, in our spare bedroom. That's not paying rent. It's not paying rent. <laughs> and it, we're, we need to like socialize this thing. So I was like, well, let me just keep him with me. And he was like feral again, like after months of this. So I put him in my pocket and I brought him to work. <laughs> I got called... <laughs> Got called in to this is real life, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. And uh, so I got called in for to get reprimanded again for something. My boss's name was Tracy, and I was like, Eric was sitting next to me. I was like, dude, um, I gotta go talk to Tracy. Will you watch this? Will you watch Ray? I put him in the cabinet. Like we had like this weird like call center feng shui thing they try to do to not make you hate your job. I guess I don't know. So put him in the cabinet above us. Like where you would put like a fax machine or something up there, like in a desk, and just like he's up there. Well, I didn't forget. I've totally spaced it. There's holes in the back of those things where you put the wires to plug in, so he gets out. And like I'm coming back, and it was like there's like hundreds of people on the call floor, and he's just running. People going, "What's that? Oh my god!" Screaming. I was like, "You got." <laughs> they found Ray. Ray, no, it's mine. Don't Dude, today's day and age, you could have got away with it because it could have been one of those pets that yeah. that. Uh, what do yeah, they call sympathy that? Sympathy pet or what do you call? Yeah, it? what uh, service pet? Service dog. Service, yeah. service, service Ray. They have a service alligator. Bullshit. Nope. Yeah, I, I call them bullshit. bullshit. Too much. Fake I mean, you news. could have a service Fake anything. News. I have a service duo partner. <laughs> That's not my wife. Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is it, I is, bring her everywhere because she keeps me sane. Doesn't a service animal supposed to calm you down and make you feel good? Dude, oh, that's, well, right. that's right. That's what you that's said. Right. You're the voice of reason. Yeah, there is. Still true. today? So Still. you are my well, service yeah, animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> pretty, pretty funny. So you guys get together, you start writing together, or you just. Yeah, so um, are we talking about us or Eric Church? You, I'm, oh. I'm over that Eric Church guy. So, yeah. He kept um, his job when you got fired. I'm disappointed. We wrote a bunch of great songs together for a long time. While you were working? Do you still have that catalog? Yeah. We should yeah, we look it up. up 50 songs. We should look it up and listen to it. Yeah, it's country music. We don't do that anymore. Uh, <laughs> Just kidding. That's the name of the kidding. album. <laughs> it's country music. music we don't do that do anymore. anymore. <laughs> Here's 10 new songs. <laughs> and they go a little something like this. Yeah. No, they're great songs. Some of them are really, really great songs. I'm sorry. I love that yeah. song. It's okay. <laughs> so you guys get together. You start You so start yeah, writing John, instantly? or? Yeah. Well, John had written a lead song. This is years later. Yeah. Years later. 10 years later. Um five and 2012 is when I wrote yeah and a woman like you and they'd had like a little impromptu number one party down at um there's that little roundabout at the end of music row where all the naked people are mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. never seen it there. yeah there. and there used to be a little Irish pub that um McGinnis, Tim McGinnis. yeah so I went down for this little impromptu jam to say hi to Lee because Lee and I got signed to Curb at the same time so he's been a friend of mine forever right and Jared was there, and Jer we've all been friends forever. And the only one I really didn't know very much was John. 
And he was saying, I was like, why the hell is he not signed? And why has no one put him out as an artist? And I was like, because he's got a, a wait a minute. Whatever happened? Very to Ray? difficult to work with. What happened to Ray? You got uh, fired. Did you take Ray with you? Yeah, check this out. So this is important shit. People are going to be like, wait, what happened to Ray? Yeah. So yeah. this is the scam that this freaking breeder was running. Ray cost two hundred fifty dollars at this thing, and uh, I don't know. Seemed like a good idea. Seemed like a good deal for a weird exotic animal. So at a swap meet. Yeah, but here's the bit. <laughs> Super legal. Here's the bit. You sell them back to the breeder for sixty bucks. Shut up. Sixty bucks. He took them back for sixty. Yeah. Said I'll take them back. I was like, I bet you will. Sixty bucks. Huh. I've never heard that before. Was that you? No. Is that a cop? Sound like it. Did sound like a cop. Uh, but no. You have warrants? So, huh? You have warrants? Who knows? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get some money real quick. Hold on. But, so, yeah. So, sold right back 60 bucks. Then he probably resold him. Right. Made another 250. Made another 250. That's awesome. All right. It's crazy. So, back so, to yeah, so you. I, go to the number one party. You get to know John a little bit better. Well, I, yeah, I wanted to write with him. So, I got his number and I was like, let's, let's, let's write. And then, um, yeah. So, then we started jamming. The first time we played together, we. He liked a song that I liked, which is really random because it was this on this weird random record called this artist called Paolo Nutini. He's a Scottish artist, right? And I was Ty like, Scott. yeah, I was like, wow, you really know, you remember the song New Shoes? I got my new shoes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, for reals? So yeah. we started kind of playing all this, like you know, I thought he's as weird as I am musically. That's fun. So that was great. And then we just kind of kept going. And, and I had been listening to songs and kind of just looking for a direction that was just, you know, melting my face and what I felt like was really important as far as music. Um, and I heard Love is War. And we were writing and I was listening. You know, is it is back in the day when we used to take pitch meetings? I don't yeah, even think that. Every other artist does, still does that. Still does? Okay, good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, and I heard Love is War and I was like, I just feel like this song is really important. And I played it for John and he liked it. And we went over to Lee's and sat in his pool and worked out some harmonies. And he helped produce the record. And we had this amazing time doing it. And we went on the road with him and... It's been, it, it was great. It was Our really first, fun. First number 42 record. <laughs> your first number 42. It's my first 42. <laughs> Won't be your last, right? <laughs> you guys will get better than that. Going to be used, is it, are you guys pitching that to radio? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's what's going to happen, you know, since the, uh, the whole thing has really changed, you know, as far as, you know, back in the it day. Used to be, like literally when we radio got signed, first. we were yeah. doing radio you know, first. Absolutely, it's the opposite now. It's the opposite now. Streaming. Which is which is which is smarter. great and it's smarter. Well, and it's it, good for it, every artist. Yeah. It's great for music yeah. because well, the people can really tell you if you have a hit on your hands. Yeah. Or not. Absolutely, and it's a level playing field now. I agree. Yeah, I agree. as long as you know John Marks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I think that you know it's there are it, right now more than ever there is like you can actually have like a viral hit like there's not i don't think there's really great chance of an independent artist like coming up with like a, an amazing song and then having it be a hit on terrestrial radio without a record label sure well without, yeah yeah you know? i think that's well i find so i look at a guy like austin burke you guys know him uh he's an indie guy um 50 million streams of a song called whole lot in love 
50 million streams. That's a lot, right? Mm -hmm. So I talked to some radio friends of mine and the ones here tell the story of, yeah, he has nothing to follow it. And I'm like, but if you go look at Spotify, he does. Yeah. Because he's got two other songs that sleeping around. That's like I want to say ten million, and then he just put another one called One yeah, Summer. That's, it's, it's not about the music. It's, it's not, not about, about the artist. It's, it's disgusting. About ad buys and this is this is what I'm saying. Terrestrial. This yeah. is this is the frustrating part of it all. Is because I sit back and I'm like, dude, here's a song that people definitely like. Yeah, of course. I mean, you you guys are somewhat established, and you guys put out a single, it gets three hundred thousand streams. There's something there. Sure. Yeah. There's a reason why people are listening to it that many times. Well, like, especially within like a month. Right. You know, I mean It's a phenomenal story. I think that what what happens, so this is this is what record labels are looking at now. So a record label will look at somebody like Austin, be like, Wow, this kid's got a story. Curb just signed a guy named Fillmore. So yeah, I know Fillmore. him. Yep, he's played here. So Fillmore has had the same kind of situation, you know, yeah. fifty million streams, eighty million streams. Record label goes, wow, here's a story. Let's bring it let's, now. Let's sign this kid. Yeah, they don't have to take the chance. Video. They don't have to take a chance. It's already done. Wow, I mean, it's a great business move. Well, I see the co- oh, so then I look at the other side of that. I look at an artist like Cody Johnson. Mm-hmm. You guys familiar with him? Yep, he's hustled. He came and played here. He pre sold the highest amount of pre sales up until Michael Ray came here. He sold 900 and something tickets. Oh, that's Had a song on one song on radio eight years ago. Wow. Yeah. Nothing really sense. Awesome. No deal, no nothing. Just comes in. He he told the story. Like our interview on here, I go back and listen to it every now. It's the greatest thing in the world because he sits back and he says, I walk into these labels. I'll knock. He's like, I've knocked on every goddamn door. Yeah. He goes, I walk in there and they'll be like, dude, I don't like your hat. And he's like, yeah. thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> yeah. I think you need to change your pants. Well, thank you. Have a nice anyway. day. Hey, why don't we sign this deal? I'll give you like uh, a prevost bus. He goes, that's cool. I got two out back. I already paid cash for it. I'm good. What, what else you got? So I know that he just signed a partnership deal, but that's good for him because now he's going to blow up tenfold. His mindset when he came through here was, um, I play a venue until I sell it out. Once I sell it out, I don't go there anymore. Oh, that's Which, a good idea. It's kind of neat, but it also I believe it can bite oh, you in man, the ass. you add an extra night. <laughs> yeah, well, and it can bite you in do. the ass down the road. What if his single doesn't do good on radio and comes back, and I've already asked him to come back, and he's like, no, I'm like, well, okay, I'm going to pay you half that's, as much as yeah. I paid you last time. I don't know if that should be a good template to live by. No, I don't think so. I think that you play, and I mean, that's part of it. Maybe charge a little bit more money or take a little bit more in the back end, but still go back What's and What's he going to do if he sells out Gillette Stadium, never play it again? Ha <laughs> ha. Fair enough. Touche, right? <laughs> That's what, he didn't say that. His camp said that, like the people that we book him through. I just didn't like that approach to it because yeah. Russell Dickerson's played here six times. The last two times he played here, sold it out. Yeah. Yours was not on the radio. Now he's... Is yours one of his songs? Yeah, it oh, fucking went number one. It went number one, and then he followed it with Blue Tacoma, went number one. Now he's got every, every little thing. I can't afford him anymore, but I'd love to have him back one more sure. time because we started him. Yeah. yeah. We put in the due diligence with mm-hmm. him. And I think that's what a lot of radio needs to look at in a sense of I see the radio game where the artist plays and they do the radio tour, and it's like, hey, man, you get big, remember me. And they're all, and yeah. I sit back and go, dude, those aren't the real hustlers. The real hustlers are the, are the venues and the people that stood by their side when they were growing. Well, the I venues mean, are the ones that are actually paying to get yeah. the artists to radio. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's the thing that I, I always felt like at the end of the day, I was turning down paid gigs. I turned down a $10,000 date to go play a free show for a station up in... Virginia on Fourth of July. Fourth of July for the troops. Like well, this is I, a free show. Paying it forward. He, and he add no no no. I mean that's terrible that I turned out because you know military's like my thing, right? That's what I'm saying. You paid it forward. No, I turned it down because my label is like you have to do. We were going for a single. Oh, we were going gotcha. for ads. I turned down my people right for to ten, go. and they were doing a really big paid gig. This was a big deal. For a free show for radio, he Stupid. played it for one week and dropped it the day we left. 
And I was like, I'll just never do that again. Yeah. Well, you can't have that attitude because if he didn't and you did that all over the country and had a number one record, you'd be playing for $25,000 a night every night of your life. But we did do that all over the country and well, it still it didn't just, work. It's well, tough, it's, man. You got you, you can't win for losing because at the end of the day, who's actually picking? So here's my frustrating part. I look at Spotify and iTunes and I can tell you how many people are listening to, just like you guys, yeah. Cam. You guys put your stuff up there. You know where they're at. You yep. know all the geo of everything. I can tell you the same thing on my shit. I can right. tell you how many people are listening right now. How many people listened yesterday? How, like I can go through and go. If right. I went social and I said, which I did to Gurney when when I released his song on the radio, and they sent me that video in the backyard of them all having a good time listening to their song mm-hmm. on Country Radio, I had nine hundred plus listeners that day. Yeah. Because all it takes is for me to be social and it's organic. And guess right. what? I've got new listeners. But at the end of the day, I can tell you. And terrestrial can't. cannot. They and that's can't. the craziest thing is like we just got a visit from they can the. Just tell you their signal. Yeah, exactly. signal, who gives a shit? At the end of the day, I could reach this many people, but I can tell you West Coast, the people that listen to streaming versus radio uh, is night and day difference than it is in the Midwest. Midwest, I don't think they're maybe have enough but m- money ca- for stuff or I don't know what the case well, may the be. Country is, is music, you guys, 170 stations do yes. it at the same time. And yeah. the thing the is, is in country music, you know? in our world, in America, this is only in America and in country music. There is iHeart. iHeart is still the number one yep. station for discovery of new music over YouTube. Well, yeah. Anywhere else in well, the because, world, because they that's not right. had a million radio stations. Right. Well, so, but I flip that to the whole other side of it because if you go Midwest, if you take like Colorado all the way to like um, Kentucky and and even go a little bit further, maybe into Pennsylvania, I don't think they stream like they do West Coast. No, right. They that's don't. totally real. And or that's East Coast. yeah, or East Coast. That's what I'm well, saying. Like you take where that, I'm from in Idaho. We just don't have the we just don't have the, the bandwidth. Internet. Yeah, well, and, the, and the bandwidth isn't there. <laughs> I mean, so I built this radio station that we have here. I built it 15, 16 years ago on Real yeah. Player. I mean, I was a full blown dork that built it, but. Um, the streaming wasn't there. So today's age, I mean, I can go anywhere on my phone, listen yeah. to my radio. I can do whatever I want. I'm on my boat. I can listen to stuff. It's just like, that's what it is. It wasn't yeah. accessible back then. But yeah. I guess my thought process is in 10 years, it's going to be completely different. It will be so it different. Will. And yeah. it's changing I so mean, completely. That's why you're looking at all these radio guys that are wanting to get into TV because TV is like basically the one thing that is a for sure. Well, yeah. but, but the issue here lies, I don't mean to get deep with like a music conversation, but the booking agents um and your price determines is determined by your place on the charts for terrestrial radio that's very real right and that's that that before anything can change that will need to change but there's no way here's the thing they with they've gotten so well it'd be like okay a number 10 record will sell this many tickets and bring this many people here you know a number five record will do this mm-hmm. you know there's no way to talk about that yet no in, in the, in the with streaming but you know like we've gotten pretty we, we, good at reading our numbers it, the from issue touring is europe you can't yeah. say these people yeah they're not gonna buy a ticket you don't know we don't know yeah, yeah. Right. and they know so much about like you know. i know i did something with with spotify and an artist where we did a pre-sale ticket based on the listeners based on a geo and i think it was just a test thing they were doing i want to say it was with like morgan wallen or something like that and it didn't do very well they sent out a code that you can come mm-hmm. see morgan wallen early as a spotify you can mm-hmm. get your tickets first i don't think he sold it like maybe six tickets that sort of thing it's really really weird the way that it's it works really weird. But yeah. I sit back and I look at like we don't we don't typically pre-sell here. 
at all. Yeah. It's very, very rare. Very that's rare. Ha- like Russell, when he sold out, maybe sold 180 tickets. Oh, wow. Pre-sold? We ha- yeah, that's yeah. it. But the rest is walk-up. Yeah. I mean, and that's kind of what we get. And every day it's a roll of the dice. We used to say, hey, if we sell, if we pre-sell 100 tickets, we know we're going to have 800 people in here. Yeah. Wow. Now it's completely changed again because hmm. now we're trying to drive people to buy early because yeah. it will cost more at the door. And it's changed a little bit, but not much. And uh, it's people still think of us as a nightclub versus yeah. a live menu, a live music venue until they come here and see an, an act. Yeah. And then that changes everything. And then we get those people coming back. And it's a growth thing. I wish that we had an avenue. I love the fact that with our radio stuff, I can tell you that this many people are listening right now to your song. And it, to me, that's a blessing because yeah. I know whether or not I'm wasting my time. So when are we getting a Stonies in Nashville? Next question, please. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Well, you know, the other thing is, too, uh, it's... it's Wait, really, am I interviewing you? No, <laughs> the, well, you know, the, the, I think some of the confusion is, too, it's like when you see 300 streams on gonna be you the difference is like 300,000 people listen to that song that can only be heard by them right you know yeah it's a single player thing when you have a one spin on a treasure it could hit three people it could hit it could it could could. and that's so I mean I've done a lot of testing stuff with with trying and this is why we've always had this thing where where we try and do things with radio we try and do things with print we try and do things with tv and then i do stuff with digital and my roi on digital is guaranteed Mm -hmm. i know what my return is going to be whether it's good bad or indifferent i know right the other side it just yeah well we should really honestly (laughs) ask the russians how they did it because the election turned out great oh the russians (laughs) i like that answer i like that answer it's the same way i got probably break us to to terrestrial country radio i'm gonna go ahead and say that we (laughs) talked right through meet and greet oh no so lewis goes on in 15 minutes so we should probably get this cut so we can go down and and enjoy him and figure out if we're going to do a meet and greet later or um, between artists or something like that but sounds good um, we're looking forward to more music. Thank you so much. Keep for touring. Having Take us. Lewis overseas. Uh, he, I know he's. I know he's super stoked to go. Yeah, he's uh, Todd tried to get me to go with you guys last year. You should come with us. So yeah, I, I I can't keep up with this. To, guy. I know it's real. I'm to pretty all chill. I'm pretty. I mean, honestly, when I'm like, yeah, when, when you have road, to fly I, I nine hours, you gotta chill out. But the thing is, here's the deal: to all our listeners, y'all come tour Europe with us because we have a blast. And the country festivals over there are ridiculous. Are hysterical. I mean, yeah, it's amazing. Very entertaining. Yeah, it's amazing. We uh, in Switzerland. Last thing, I'll leave you this. Uh, in Switzerland, we uh, our opening act was six ladies. Six ladies in what they think country music outfits are. Yes. Not even close. Like plastic oh, cowboy hats. Maybe and they like were all from pl- like playing air 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 instruments. Like yeah, like they too. weren't plugged in. But the funniest thing was, in. is we it go out on stage like, and you look up uh, and the entire ceiling is a Confederate flag. Yeah. And it's like they have no idea what it means. They have no, no they just think know. that that's country. Country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I watch Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> okay. In Norway, I swear to God, every third person had chaps on. Yeah. It's Every true. third person, like our yeah. bartenders, uh-huh. yes, and yeah. like Indian headdresses. Yes, but they're like old men that you don't want in shops. Right, you yeah. Know what yeah. I mean? yeah. and then like flags, <laughs> rebel flags that say rebel the South flag. will rise again. Yeah, and I'm like, do you even Country know this? Music. Music? Johnny Cash. Yeah, you bring that shit to the states, you're dead, <laughs> yeah. right? I'm like, this That's is real. so racist. Right, let's go to Tennessee <laughs> together, just me and you. That's real. <laughs> Fun. Tell people how to find you online. AmericanYoung.com. Yeah. For all your American Young needs, our Instagram, American just Young. Google American Young. What is yeah. AY Nation? Is that you guys? No, that's, that's Shalee. That's uh, a road manager. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. 
I meant to ask that. I got some weird requests on Instagram today uh, to be tagged in a business posting. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, wait. I think that was me. I was trying to figure out what that is. Oh. <laughs> it was on Instagram. Yeah. They said, hey, there's an option. I was like, wait, is this <laughs> You're like, I'm in that shit, right? I did. I do that. Yeah. And then yeah. they said if I wanted to start a, um, oh, a business account. That. A business account. That. There's feds Not look at stuff like because that. Because you can, you can, then you can put I'm money behind your posts <laughs> if you have a business account versus a personal account. Oh, I thought it was that yeah, you. Yeah, I have a business account. You cannot get authenticated on Instagram without a two authentication business account. I don't know what you're saying, but I know that there's well. buttons that I push. Now you know. <laughs> now you know. I See? know there's buttons I push. <laughs> I know that there's buttons that you push that will. I was so I thought I would put your all's website. Well, I got two of them. Ticket. I got one from American Young and one from Amer- AY Nation. Oh, okay, then we were. She was thinking the same thing I was in. I don't we, know which one was put, a business you thing. From American Young. Yeah, uh-huh. I was trying to put a swipe up thing or like uh, for tickets. Well, ask Becca next time. Yeah, yeah. know your role. <laughs> That's not how you. Do. <laughs> See this person right over here. Paid sponsorship thing. I saw that. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Don't touch that. Oh, shit. I didn't approve that one because I got the one right before it that was the same. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I was just figured I would ask you guys what the hell is going on. It's frightening how alike she and I think on digital. It's pretty funny. It's not a bad thing. Actually. Yeah, because we're doing the exact same thing at the same time. Uh, They live together. I know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, she's my lifesaver. It's a good thing. Cool. All right. Well, this has been fun. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. We'll look forward to new music that I'm taking from Seminole Win. I can't wait to play it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to bust hot. I mean, the Russians and figure out how to get that single. <laughs> Can I just sell them That's out? Right. All right. All right. All right. That's the end of this one. Go ahead. Roll credits. Recorded by Toad. Produced by Toad. Booked by Toad. Voiced over by Toad. You know what? Toad would just like to go ahead and take this moment to thank you so that he doesn't have to go back and do his real job. <laughs> <laughs>